Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Under the Stained Glass, where we take a look at our lesson that we had in church today and just kind of tweak it, look at it a little bit from a family point of view. I'm here with my partner, Ms. Whitney. Hi, welcome back. And uh, today we were talking about the uh, part in Matthew 15 where Jesus feeds the 4,000. And this is after he's already fed the Mm 5,000. But the big difference is he does the the 5,000 on one side of the lake, the west side where all the Jewish people live. And the second time he's over with the Gentiles. And what he's doing is starting to set up this idea that this kingdom is going to span all people. There aren't going to be us's and them's anymore. It's everybody is together in this kingdom in Christ, that that is going to be our identity if we choose it over and above any of our other identities, racial (laughs) or otherwise. So we wanted to talk about today how it is that we can encourage that idea in our families and in our our children. Mm -hmm. The idea that we have identities, small I identities, but maybe we have a big I identity as children of God in Christ. And just how do we go about doing that? Obviously, we want to honor our family history and our family identity because that's really big in our lives. I know in my family, we have a long and proud history of being on one side Welsh and English and on the other side Norwegian and German. And we have lines to the British royal family. So it's a really big thing that we're very proud of in our family, and it definitely is part of who I am, and it plays a role in how I approach life. But honestly, it isn't the central part of my identity, and it shouldn't be. We need to put an emphasis on not only where our family has come from, because this is important, but where we come from as a family of God, most importantly. Yeah, so we want to find ways that we can really build this identity in Christ that's outside of our racial or family heritage. As Ms. Whitney said, this plays a big role in the way that she sees herself. It mm-hmm. it also makes us a little afraid of her because she's actually <laughs> royal and stuff. <laughs> but we really do want to find ways to do that. There are practical ways. There are ways that we can set up in our routine on a daily basis just how we can find that character that is rooted in Christ. Absolutely. And it's really important to try to help children find that place where they belong, especially when they struggle with friend and cultural identities. Mm -hmm. It can be hard when you're growing up to really find where you stand, and in society especially, when you don't necessarily identify completely with maybe your friends that you surround yourself with. Perhaps you're the only Christian in your group, or identify completely with the cultural groups that you fit into. For example, for several years in my life, I lived in a heavily Hispanic community, and that really shaped me as a young person. And then I moved to where I consider home now, and that is a heavily white community. And although I'm white, there's a part of me that didn't culturally fit with the white community 100%. So there's times when we don't necessarily feel like we fit like a glove, and that's okay. Because when we find our identity in the Christian family and as Christian ourselves, then we can find a place that suits us regardless of that cultural or racial norm, which can really be confining at times. Oh, certainly it can be confining. Yeah, and there are just all kinds of ways that we could begin to instill that in our children, in our daily habits. I mean, music is one way, right? Sure, absolutely. Music's a great way to identify with Christ and to help kids build that sense of identity. If we choose songs that help them to identify Christ, like worship songs, things like that, and Mm -hmm. worship musicians, it's an amazing thing because it might not even associate in their minds with church or with God at first, but they start to build a positive and affirming position towards the music when they can sing and dance and they can do these really positive 
positive activities. And it starts to allow that message to sink in when it starts to build that uh, positive kind of feeling for them and that affirming kind of feeling where they feel uplifted when they hear it. And it's a great way to build community as well Mm -hmm. because it lets these kids and adults as well, but kids especially, to communicate on a more personal level that they might not really know how to communicate any other way. And so this is really an important component to building a sense of identity. Absolutely. There's that great song, Who You Say I Am. Yes. That's all about that, right? Yes. About who, you know, who God says we are. And it's a fantastic thing. If Patrick was here, I'd have him sing yeah. for us right now, but he's, he's not in here. Mm-hmm. Of course, another way is to go right for Scripture and to make part of our daily Scripture readings passages that really promise that God is going to give us this identity in Him when we accept that, when we open ourselves up to that. Mm -hmm. In John chapter 15 and verse 5, Jesus says to His disciples, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a person remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Mm -hmm. And it just has this whole idea of us actually not just being worshiping Jesus from afar, but we're part of him. Yeah. We're part of him. All that he's done and all that he has won and all that he will do. Mm-hmm. We're part of that. And that's part of our identity in Christ. Children's devotions help also because they not only form faith, but they form character. Yeah. A couple of really good ones that I've always liked are growing with Jesus. And the other one is Jesus wants all of me. Oh, and that, nice. that right there says it, right? Yeah. Jesus really does want to form who we are. That's really great. There's also nighttime reading of longer stories that can really help bring in those deeper messages. Narnia is a great example. We talk about this book a lot. It's a little bit longer, so maybe for older kids, but that's okay. But Narnia, for example, is a great book because a lot of children in the story, there's multiple kids throughout the series of the books. And and all these children, they don't necessarily share the same blood. They're not related necessarily. Some of them are, but some of them aren't. Yet they are all part of this Narnia royal family. So that in and of itself is a great starting point to start talking to kids about their identity in Christ Mm -hmm. and how they fit into this family of Christ, even though we might not necessarily share all the blood of the people that we go to church with or the people that we see as Christians out in the world. But we know know that we do fit in with that same group. Yeah, and it's beautiful that it's a royal family. I mean, that that in and of itself is pretty cool. Part of that identity that we share in Christ, of course, comes from the idea that we're going to trust in God and we're going to obey His commands. And that's one way that we are formed into His family and His people. And it's important, I think, to point out that the commands of God are always good. They're always really super good. Uh, One of the most frequent commands in the Bible is do not be afraid. And if you think about the promise that's behind that command, that God is going to be with us. He's going to defend us. He's going to stand with us no matter what. Well, that command becomes a beautiful thing to form our identity in Christ. This is who I am. I'm a person who need not be afraid because God is standing right with me, right? Absolutely. And fun fact, Pastor, Mm -hmm. that do not be afraid passage and verse is in there about 
365 times. So one for every day of the year. One for every, and we need it. We definitely that much, do. Actually, yeah. We absolutely do. <laughs> well, kids all need to know where they belong, but especially those who don't necessarily know where they come from to start with. An example mm-hmm. in my own life is my nephew. He's in a situation where we don't know who his father is, and this really brings up a lot of questions as to where he comes from and how he identifies. And in his curiosity, you can really sense a longing to belong somewhere. And although we don't always have the right answers for him all the time, the wonderful thing about being in Christ and identifying as a child of God is that we can remind him that although we don't know who his earthly father is, we do know his heavenly father, mm-hmm. and he can be known, and he's always there for him. And my nephew always belongs to his family. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't have that same situation, not exactly at home. Maybe there's a parent that's missing, maybe a mom or a dad, or or the kids just don't really feel like they belong, and they're questioning this. In that case, you can always bring it back to God. And that's also why the Lord's Prayer is really good to teach children, besides all the wonderful things that it has in it. It's got tons. But it also teaches us, beginning with our Father, Mm -hmm. as we unify and we start saying our Father, meaning the Father of all of us, of all creation, of all Christians. Yeah, and again, just with those two little words, our Father, Mm -hmm. we are linked to one another. All of a sudden, we have a common Father, but we're also our Father, whose Father this is originally is Jesus himself. So we are standing right next to our brother, Jesus, and then all of the other saints and saying, our Father. Mm -hmm. That's the starting point for a really healthy identity, who we are, who God says we are. Absolutely, and also a great warm-up for prayer, perhaps, when you're trying to bring your kids into this identity of Christ, can be found in Psalm 103. It says, Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us. We are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing because it really brings it back to that, that He made us, and we are all one in Him. Yeah, Sheep of his pasture, that's kind of got everything in it, right? Yeah. It's really beautiful. Well, that just about does it for us, but just let's continue to remember that this week and and as we go forward, we may have all kinds of little identities that are important to us, and that's all cool, but our main identity is the one that matters the most to Jesus, and that is being in Him. Mm -hmm. And let's try and spread that to each other, and then especially to our kids. So, till next week, see you later. See ya.